Welcome back, everybody. Ryan, how are you doing this evening? Doing real good. Sitting in a hotel in some town in South Carolina. There you go. That'll work. Yeah. It's uh, South Carolinian in here. Yeah. That sounds... Uh, South, Car- South Carolinian? That sounds humid. <laughs> Probably going to be humid <laughs> later, yes. With all the humans walking around. Yeah. That's how you know you're smart if you don't say the age. You know that, right? We learned that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I try to uh, I alternate between leaving it in and taking it out, depending on who I'm talking to. You know, I want to seem pretentious. <laughs> That's the smart move. The smart move for sure. Well, what do you got for us tonight? Yeah, let's. Uh, I'll start with some updates. Uh, I talked about last week uh, the 42,000 mile 94 turbo 911 3.6. Current bid is at $275,000. Still has 15 hours left. Wow. I still think it's going to, I mean, at 275 now. I remember we were watching that when we had Rich on. He showed us that Albert Blue 71, I think it was, or 69 or whatever, 911 long nose. And that thing stuck at, what, 43,000 until like an hour left. And there was an hour left. It went up to 173,000. So at 275 now, I bet this thing will hit, what do you think, four 425 maybe? Maybe even f- half a million bucks? I can't even imagine. I can't even begin to imagine. Yeah, well, so you'll get an update next time. So hold your breath or watch the auction. It'll be fun. Then the second update was the Volkswagen Rabbit Diesel. This thing is not 911 territory. Sold for nine grand. (laughs) Well, remember, that's somebody's blank canvas, that tailgate. So that's good right. luck. Good <laughs> luck with the tailgate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's exactly right. You need to think of a new mural for that. I expect something hilarious and creative. Yeah. The rabbit drinking diesel fuel has already been taken though. So yeah, don't do that one. Something I want, I want, uh, un, uncharted territory on this. <laughs> and then the 16,000 mile, 88 and a half Ferrari Testarossa with the original dash sold for 170,000. That's it would have gone for more had it had an aluminum dash for sure. Custom aluminum dash. Yeah. Agree. So what are you looking at tonight, Jimmy? Well, I thought I'd mix it up a little bit. You know, we've been talking about MGs and Porsches and Ferraris and, and what have you. I thought I'd go into a little bit different territory, and boy, uh, I thought I'd have to search uh, far and wide to do that. And lo and behold, I just uh, went right onto the front page of Bring a Trailer, and, it, and <laughs> there it was, uh, right in front of me. Uh, it is a 1997 Mitsubishi Delica Space Gear Chamonix 4x4. And it's currently at $15,250 with uh, 17 hours to go. Now, a little bit of a confession. Uh, I did have to read through the comments to learn how to pronounce that. And I'd like to thank uh, the commenter KB20A uh, for setting me straight (laughs) on that. And and 
uh, any of you listening, uh, you might want to thank that person as well, too, because uh, what I was going to say was going to be a lot more atrocious than what what uh, uh, what what happened there. So uh, I'm grateful, uh, grateful for the correct uh, pronunciation. First of all, did, did KB post a video on how to pronounce it? <laughs> Not a video, but but phonetic spelling. And that that was uh, nice. that was what got me there. It was enough to enough to get me there. But it was not how I was going to pronounce things. So I'm grateful. Um, but I'll tell you what what uh, what captured my attention with this Mitsubishi was uh, I got to say it was the interior. And you really have to lay your eyeballs on this thing. Um, I I want to put you somewhere on a uh, like on a tour bus, you know. And I want to say that you're with a bunch of elderly people, <laughs> and you're going to a museum somewhere. I don't know, like somewhere maybe in South Carolina, maybe in Florida. There, you're probably going to see some uh, maybe some stuffed animals somewhere. I don't know, but you're going from a parking lot to another building and you're taking this, uh, this shuttle and it has the same interior in it. And it is, uh, boy, it's something. My guess is that's what the space gear is. Uh, I assume. DC to remind me of, a if you're going on a high school bus trip and they, they get brought the fancy buses instead of the yellow school yeah. buses. That's yeah. what the seats are. Yeah. You're getting ready to tour something special, right? You're doing, yeah, it's, it's, uh, uh, and it's definitely a nineties look, right? That pattern. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Screams nineties, but like, like something that somebody from the nineties would look at and say, this is what the future is going to be right here. Is this, <laughs> this pattern. And so boy, definitely wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank goodness. <laughs> well, the uh, whole van, for those of you who are not, I don't have a chance to look this up on bring a trailer. It it's almost like if a full size van and a minivan had a baby. And then that baby was uh, somehow smashed a little bit inward <laughs> in a trash compactor and exactly. narrow. Yeah. 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 Well, and uh, it's a Japanese market thing that was brought over uh, to the right hand drive, isn't it? Uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, we have a lot of things from Japan. I don't know if that would really needed to come over, but, uh, <laughs> to each, to each their own, uh, they could have kept you know, that and been just fine. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, but, uh, but there seems to be a lot of interest in it, which is fascinates me, but I, I gotta say, this is probably one where we, we should have brought Walt on because I was reading through the comments and, and the questions were, uh, you know, what, what, you know, what's the fuel, uh, mileage like, In uh, of course. Right. <laughs> now let's, let me just state, first of all, um, for just like with the paint gauge, I don't care what the fuel mileage on a car is. I don't care. Like, uh, and I definitely don't want to know what it is in, in uh, any kind of uh, metric units, right? But anyway, so the question was asked and the answer was given, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna repeat it here. Uh, it's 12 liters per 100 kilometers on the highway, and then it's 15 liters per 100 kilometers in the city. I am no better off <laughs> with those numbers than you know knowing anything else. Uh, in fact, I'm just a little angry, you know, at having to read them. 
But there you go. I'm sharing them for you. And we don't have Walt to give us his uh, take on that. But then the, the seller goes on to say that it's uh, comfortable highway speed is 100 to 120 kilometers per hour. And thank goodness the seller is gracious enough to tell us that that is 62 to 70 miles per hour. 62 miles per hour. 62 because we go 62 miles an hour. That's like a thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I looking at looking at that van, I don't think it would be comfortable at 62 miles an hour. No. Uh it seems like it'd be on the verge of falling apart. Now, yeah. Then somewhere else along in the comments, uh someone asked what the tow capacity was. <laughs> and I was like, "Do what?" <laughs> and our good friend KB KB20A or KB20A gave an answer and I'm not going to go into all that because it had numbers and I don't, I can't even remember if they were metric or not. I didn't care because I just lost it at that point. But uh, if you're going to tow something with that, I would just, I would say good luck with the towing. Right there. <laughs> you're going to need it. Yeah. 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 Wow. So, but, but feast your eyes on it. Uh, I would look at it, wanted to look at something different. Glad I did. Uh, Got into some uncharted territory there. It's a little scary, uh, but uh, I would uh, I'd recommend you take a look at it if if only for the interior. Yes, it's worth it's worth it. Great choice. Good luck with the auction. That's going to be good a, luck with the auction. That'll be a yeah. fun one to report on later. Yeah. See who got the Mitsubishi, and then what they do with it. Yeah, yeah. they're going to tow stuff. You know, you know how it is. Oh, or or tour stuff. Tow yeah. or tour. Yeah, we'll see. That was my first one. Uh, the the uh, second one is, uh, and, and again, just wanted to go into different territory here. Uh, this one, I like this car. 1969 Tatra uh, 2-6032. And uh, I didn't know what a Tatra was until uh, I went on uh, the rally for the lane, one of the rallies for the lane have been on, the, I was on the first five of them. And, uh, Jeff Lane has a number of, uh, Tatras in the museum there. And I believe he has one of these. And, uh, one of my favorite Tatras was the Tatra T87 and saw that on the rally. Somebody was driving it in front of us and this thing's got a big fin on the back of it. And it looks like, you know, something Buck Rogers would, would drive, uh, uh, really, really neat looking, uh, vehicle, Czechoslovakian, uh, made vehicle and, uh, uh, just fascinating. And this one is a, uh, a later, later model of that still just, uh, interesting rear engine, uh, Hemi, uh, engine, uh, car, uh, interesting. And with this one, there's an interesting, uh, video in the comments and uh it what was it called happy journeys or something it's a 10 minute video i don't believe there's any there's no speaking in it but uh uh it showcases some of the things the car can do and it's it's uh, a really interesting watch uh, i'll leave it at that i think i think uh i think it's worth going on youtube i think it's worth going into the comments and then going on youtube and spending the the 10 minutes watching it because uh as you're watching it poses a lot of questions as to, to exactly what's going on <laughs> when you're watching it i'll leave it at that 
Um, take a look at that. And just for those of you listening, you know, when you think of Hemi, you always think of like a Dodge, um, an old sports car with a, with a Hemi and then the new Dodge with a Hemi. But all that means is a Hemi engine, um, has Hemi spherical shaped combustion chambers and the pistons are rounded on the top instead of flat. And the reason behind that is I think it, it creates, um, sort of a, a, a little bit more combustion, which creates a little more power. Is that correct, Jimmy? I think so. Something with the combustion front or something. I'm not entirely, entirely sure. Yeah. But they like to say uh, Hemi instead of saying, because you you wouldn't, you wouldn't roll up to your Dodge sports car and like, Hey, I've got a Hemi spherical combustion chamber in there. You just say Hemi. No, because you'd be, you'd be left at the light, (laughs) right? You'd be left in the dust. No, you don't have time for that. You know, yeah, you got to You got to get on with it. Uh, but I'll tell you my favorite. So in reading through these comments, my my favorite uh, comment of all uh, time, I think, uh, was uh, I, I've discovered it here in this one. And uh, it it states uh, in 1970, if you were living in, in any eastern Bloc country and driving one of these instead of a Tremont, you were farting through silk. <laughs> <laughs> well said. Well, well said. Uh, C to Bria ninety eight. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, how long does it take for somebody just to come up with that, that uh, ridiculously hilarious comment? It's it's epic. Uh, it's epic. Fitting, you know. Yeah. Do you think yeah. what what's the equivalent then here in the United States? You know, if you like an S class Mercedes, do you fart through silk? You drive one of those? Yeah, po- possibly. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to yeah. be. A, it's got to be a fancy, big sedan. You know, real posh. Maybe, maybe Rolls Royce. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, I think Bentley or Rolls, right? Yeah, yeah. maybe a little higher English because it's got a higher, you know, snob factor, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You definitely are trying to pass some gray poupon through the window. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that Tatra's a cool car. I like that. I like that you went off, uh, off base. But you know, I'll bring, I'll bring us right back around, Jimmy. Yeah, we'll balance it out, right? Yeah, I'll bring it yep. right back around to the normal. My first one's straight normal, just so you know. But don't be upset about it. Uh, my first pick this week is a 2009 Porsche Cayenne GTS, which is a SUV, but it's the six-speed. And I've owned one of these 2009 Cayenne GTSs. Thought it was absolutely lovely. It's uh, one of my favorite cars. I bought it with real low mileage. I think I picked it up with like 28,000 miles. And so I had an opportunity to sell it for more than I picked it up for. So I did that. I should have kept it because they keep going up and up in value. But these six speeds are super rare. There weren't very many of them. And, you know, this one's got some rust on it. So there's a lot of comments about rust. But again, you know, the comments are what gets you kind of reeled in as you're just kind of reading about the car to see what's going on and everything else. Um, as always, somebody's got to say something that just, it, you know, like the farting through silk is one of the best. This one, for some reason, just makes me angry. You know, he goes on commenting about certain things. And at the end, he goes, well, regardless, these brute utes are a hoot. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, it just yeah. got mad inside. So that's really well, why I picked the auction. 
<laughs> somebody somebody said the other day, I never thought about it this way, but somebody said, you know, a, a pun is the, the uh, lowest form of comedy. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I think that's where we are here, right? <laughs> You're exactly yeah. right. Yeah. And then just to round out the, the last, I've got a couple, but these are just, you know, just quick auction. There's another uh, 84 Honda ATC 200M. This is the one that honestly has no suspension at all. It's a three-wheeler. And the current bid's only 350 bucks, So, you know, you can pick this up for pretty cheap. It, it says now, it says in the, in, the, uh, in the listing, it says, this is offered at no reserve in Georgia. Maybe I should pick it up because. Down, the, street, down the road from you there, yeah. Offered at no reserve in Georgia for off-road use only. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why you'd pick it up for any other reason. I don't know. You can't go off-road on these. There's no suspension in them. It just... It's a mess. This one does have a trailer hitch, but no, you know, rack in the back. So you can't carry your deer. I'm guessing the tow capacity on that uh, and the towing capability is probably greater than that of the Mitsubishi. Just <laughs> That's actually guess. why I picked this one, you know, just to, yeah. just to see. To, yeah, to one-up me. <laughs> one up, yeah. Yes, I want yeah. to get a greater, greater, hey, greater towing capacity vehicle. Does it, doesn't, doesn't have a better looking interior, though. Does not. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. exactly right. <laughs> and then the second one again is a little bit, you know, it's a little bit off the off the path. But this is a nineteen ninety six Boss Haas. And what a Boss Haas is, it's a motorcycle. But this motorcycle is powered by a three hundred and fifty cubic inch V eight. Which is nice. absolutely crazy. Uh the commenters, you know, are asking a bunch of questions. I've seen one of these in person. My wife and I happen to be traveling through Jackson Hole, Wyoming. And we were there a few days before the big motorcycle rally in Sturgis, South Dakota. And there was a boss Haas out in front of, you know, one of the restaurants there in Jackson Hole. This is a, an enormous motorcycle. They weigh 1,100 pounds. Many of them actually had a reverse gear because they're so, you know, you can't really back it up. This one does not have a reverse gear, which somebody asked about in the comments. You know, they have different, obviously different power, you know, horsepower and so forth. And somebody commented that he saw one of these somewhere that had 1,076 horsepower. Oh, my gosh. Well, I was thinking with this one, did it say something about the uh, form being sold by the uh, former owner's widow? <laughs> just, I would just, imagine. Yeah, just curious. Well, it's like those. Uh, was it Neiman Marcus that that had in their catalog like twenty years ago the the motorcycle with the Viper, the V ten? Oh yeah, uh, Viper that. engine. Yeah. yeah that, oh my gosh! Wow. You know, yeah. I, I, it's fascinating that they make these things. I'm glad uh, there are people around to. Uh, to drive them and i'm glad it's not me not me <laughs> you know no yeah yeah well one guy commented he goes these are not for the weak and you know i don't think he means like weak of heart i think he means if you're not strong you're not you can't get this <laughs> you can't you control can't it around no <laughs> i mean at that same you know it goes back to that that same memory in jackson hole this was i mean i mean late 90s early 2000s probably been 99 or 2000 but they, there was a couple that came out of this, uh, I mean, it was a silver, what is that, silver dollar 
bar or whatever it is that's got the silver dollars under the under the the glass there in Jackson Hole. And they came out, got on the motorcycle, and it was a, it wasn't a Boss Haas, but it was a big motorcycle, like a Honda Goldwing or something like that. And they came out of the bar. He got it out of the parking space. They started to drive, and they just dumped the bike. Like I don't know what happened. They just tipped over. But it was one of the coolest things I've seen because every single biker on the street ran over there, got it all straightened out, picked up, and they just took off like nothing happened. And all the bikers walked away like nothing happened. It was like wow. this community of like, hey, we're not going to let anybody go down on our watch. This is going to be awesome. No one was hurt because they weren't, they were just pulling away. And I think either he was a little bit drunk perhaps coming out of the bar and they didn't want anybody to catch him or whatever, but they, he just couldn't manage that motorcycle at that moment and just tipped it right on its side. And it was actually pretty cool to watch, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't be riding a motorcycle and I certainly wouldn't be riding a boss Haas anytime soon. So yeah. That's that's for a greater person than me, yeah. <laughs> for sure. I can respect it. Plenty of plenty of power there. Anyway, well, any other final thoughts, Jimmy? Well, I'd just like to share with you this. Uh, my my wife has a uh, Mercedes SUV, as you know. Yeah, and, I think uh, pile, we'll talk yeah. about that later. <laughs> well, no, I I have to tell you the latest on it because oh, I'll yeah. share share it with everybody here because I I think it's an interesting story. The SUV has a problem where it's leaning to one side and um when i bought it i i was halfway paying attention to the salesperson but i guess it has some kind of air suspension where it lifts up and does some stuff and i don't know wasn't really paying attention and uh so we took it in to have it serviced not to the dealership but we we have this uh shop that we've been using and they're great great group of people they worked on our bmw and and just uh uh really like them so we had them look at it and they said, yeah, uh, it's, and, and I, I, I was under the assumption and I know nothing, I know nothing about these new cars and all this stuff. And I said, yeah, it's listing to one side and, uh, you know, I think it has an air ride suspension or something. And I said, can you take a peek at it? And he said, sure. So they, they called my wife today and they said, yeah, they said, it's not deflated in the back, which is what I thought was happening, that something was wrong with the shock in the back. It's the whatever, it's the control switch to all of it that is malfunctioning. And um, they need a special tool for Mercedes and the tool costs $5,000 and they're trying to, yeah, and they're trying to determine whether it's worth purchasing the tool (sighs) to do the repair. So, so what what does this tool do? Does it help get the, the I, device I off so they can replace it? I guess. I, and I'm like, wow. leave it, leave it to Mercedes to have a custom tool for for this thing. So they're gonna they're gonna look and see if they can, you know, talk to the dealership and get a discount on it or borrow it, uh, or or the you know they'll or we'll have to go to the dealership and get it done yeah. or whatever. So I, I don't know, but I'm just I'm like, yeah, that sounds wow. about right. And here I am, um, you know, with my Tundra and I've got a problem uh, that the horn's not working and I need to replace the clock switch. And I've already ordered the part and uh, watched a YouTube video and (laughs) 30 to 45 minutes later, you know, once I this weekend, once, you know, once I get outside, I have all the tools in my uh, in my garage. Yeah, as it were. Yeah. And uh, you've been wanting to say that. uh, Yeah. (laughs) I have them all readily available. So it's just a matter of getting them all out and 
making a mess and getting it done and then I'll have the thing fixed and you know I don't have to beg anybody for a, for a special tool for that thing so oh, uh, yeah I thought I'd share that story thing. well I, I mean I knew that's probably why I wasn't listening to the guy when he was talking about it <laughs> in the beginning because I knew that was going to be something but you'll be happy to know that the 2009 Cayenne GTS that I selected also has an air suspension. Well, and maybe maybe it requires a special tool as well for that. Well, it, it doesn't, but they they tend to go out pretty readily, and it's always just like a little valve, and it's you know like forty nine cents, and you know twenty minutes to work on it. According yeah, to someone right. else, knows what they're doing, not me. But yeah, I don't, I don't think it's that big of a deal. So I, I have a feeling this is not going to be that that kind of situation. Well, then for you this week, Jimmy, we'll say good luck with the repair. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to need it. (laughs) All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Hope you have a great week. Yeah, have a good week. We'll, We'll catch you guys next week.